Tasting Anarchy, your wine and liberty podcast. Join Mason and Jake each week as they try new wines and discover how much government is in your drink. Hello and welcome to another fantastic episode of Tasting Anarchy. Uh, I guess we've missed a lot. <laughs> we're, 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 try, we're trying to get back into the swing of things. I was going to say, like, um, I think we've been available to record half the times we've not and then just yeah. ended up talking to each other and then the other half of the time it's like you had too much work i was exhausted um yeah, yeah. i was on oh, vacation yeah, last, last week i had a ton of work to do I, I was actually still i was working on for the listeners who don't know i work two jobs now um and i was working on my other job just before this and it's going pretty well i actually enjoy the project that i'm working on which is is a nice change of things yeah. um but uh, I'm frustrated with it today because there's a bug and I can't figure out why why it's, <laughs> it's doing it. She she asked me to change the lady who I'm working for asked me to change something on it. And I was like, yeah, yeah, no problem. And um, made the change. And now instead of it updating the record, it inserts mm-hmm. a brand new record. And I'm trying to figure out where like why that's happening and i think i narrowed it down i think it's because it's not getting the record id correctly it's creating a new record id and that's why it's inserting so then there's i I got i was trying to like pull up some changes that i had done in the the interface that i designed and it Mm -hmm. wasn't changing i was like that's weird and then I, so I went to go to look at the database and there was like 50 records <laughs> from me having tried to like mess with it. So, but, uh, well, you know, yeah. damn Gwidfield. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's basically that. Yeah. It's, it's a good <laughs> to, idea, but, but yeah, to uh, reference our, uh, your former occupation, my continued yeah. occupation. <laughs> yeah. It, oh, it, it's, I mean, it's one of those things, but it's, it's a lot more. I actually like my other job too, my main job, but um, this is a little bit more like I, I'm, you know, I'm a very introverted person. So I guess like the, it's that I basically just get to sit and work for however long and not interact with anybody. Mm -hmm. Whereas like at my normal job, I do a lot of client interfacing and Mm -hmm. it is that part of the job is very exhausting to me. So like yeah, on the days and, when I'm just developing, it's fine. But on days when I have to like talk to people, then it's like, then I'm tired. Yeah. But I, I think it's also like, I think you and my, since you and my wife like match each other so well in so many things, I really don't think that you two are necessarily particularly in, like my wife is more inter- introverted than I think you are. I think the difference is when you like someone, you can basically be around them. 24 7 365 almost yeah that's true. as long as it's not like um necessarily in a professional setting because it's like sometimes sure. it's like hey i just need to do professional stuff but if we were both millionaires it's like why yeah, ever go home like yeah just, <laughs> we'd be doing yeah. stuff so like i think that's like one of those things where like and you don't seem to really need a downtime from that per se but like i think that's also one of the things that's kind of like super frustrating with your mother-in-law living with you is it's like you are introverted in ways and it's like, here's this person I interaction. I don't yeah. care for. Like, right. Yeah. You know, yeah, well, like, it's, it's what we, I mean, the way that Victoria and I phrase it is it's, it's heavy energy. Whenever, <laughs> uh, yeah, because it, it's like, I, like you can, I can walk, I can walk into the living room or whatever. And well, 
this is a good example of what's going on right now. The dog's barking. I know she's sitting there in the living room. Mm-hmm. She could easily tell the dog to stop or try to get him to stop. Victoria and I are both on the phone. Like, but she will sit there with her headphones on and let them bark for hours and do nothing. And it's so annoying to me because like I work all day long every day and I can go stop them from doing stuff. She yeah. has no job. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's just, it's like, it's that type of thing. But it's also like when, when I walk into the living room, it's, I'm going to sit down on the couch and drink coffee or look on my phone or something like that. That's what I mm-hmm. normally do. But with her, I know that it's, she's going to ask me something, ask me to do something, ask her to take her to do something. Like there's all of those types of things. So it's just like, there's never a time when I can just like walk. Like, so Victoria and I, we are around each other all the time, but there's a, uh, there's a lot of times during the day where we just walk past each other and maybe I give her a hug or something as I go by, but like, that's it. But with her mom, that's not that interactions. You can't do that. You can, there's no, just walking past her. There's, it's mm-hmm. always, Oh, I got to ask you something. Even if I've asked you that same thing 10 times in the last hour, <laughs> I, I got to ask you again. I, like I told her I didn't want anything to eat. And she, every single time she, I showed up, she's like, you want something to eat? Want something to eat? Want something to eat? No, I don't. Um, I've told you many times i don't want you to ask me again and so it's it's that it's that kind of thing i mean it's and i get it she's like she doesn't have anything to do that's i think the main issue is yeah. that she's she doesn't have a job she doesn't she's got some friends here in the neighborhood now that she goes and sees occasionally which is nice um but you know it's it's hard when you are from a country where nobody really drives or or few people drive you don't speak the language in the country you're in you can't drive yourself to go see people who do speak the language and all that sort of stuff. It's just kind of, yeah, I get it. I get it. I it's, I get it, but it's still frustrating. <laughs> yeah. But like, it's also, and like, I think this is kind of like, uh, you know, like if you took Elon Musk, dropped them off in like dirt poor village in India, seven months later, he's going to speak most of the language that he needs to, yeah. And probably be on his way to being a millionaire again. Like, yeah. it's just, and like, not that you're necessarily that way, but like, you would have found a way to like flip cars or, something, yeah. Yeah, have done something. And yeah. so, like, I think that's kind of the thing that's very frustrating. And, and like, I can also understand, like, it's kind of like if you, like, like the US and Afghanistan, it's like, Oh, I'm going to go fight in Afghanistan. And like at the beginning part of it, like you're kicking butt and taking names. And then all of a sudden you're like hunkered down for the 15th time. And it's like, I thought we were the U S military and like we were unstoppable. And these guys are like basically fucking goats and they have like one AK they share at, you know, it's like this guy fights at night with the gun. This guy fights during the day with the gun. They've got six bullets (laughs) and they're still causing us a huge problem. So like, you know, to your to your mother in law, she believed all the propaganda. So she's like, "Oh yeah, I can't go home." But like, you're still like, and you know, to me and you, it's kind of like, okay, even if you thought like the war would be over in the summer, like you're just like, look, we're gonna get our asses handed to us. We're not gonna get our asses handed to us, but it's gonna be over in the yeah. summer, right? At this point, it's like, I understand like if she was like. 
well, you know, I don't want to start something and like just have to abandon something to you guys because like I want to go home. And you're like, okay, like I kind of understand that. But like at this point, it's like there's realistically it's two and a half years away from anything being resolved based on what we're seeing, like just what's happening right now. But like, obviously that doesn't take into a summer offensive and you know, any of that stuff. So it's also one of those things where it's just like, for all Zelensky could choke on a hot dog and and it's over or, 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 yeah. Or Putin could have a heart attack and it, and it'd be a completely different situation. I don't know, but, but yeah, yeah, like, but to your point, yeah, it's like, okay, there doesn't really seem to be an end in sight, but also, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, there's a lot of things I could say, and I and you've already heard me say them a bunch of times. But yeah, uh, but you know, and I think that's the thing that's frustrating is it's also <coughs> taking the measure of a quality of a person, and it, it it's not that she's not a quality person. It's it's like she envisioned a different life, and you know yeah. that's kind of like you get the rug pulled out from you. I mean, realistically, neither you or I have necessarily had like the rug pulled out from under us right. in like yeah. this regard. So right. like we keep going like the state's going to collapse and it doesn't. And it's kind of like, well, yeah. you know, I'm still but here. I, I, I still yeah, have I, money. Yeah. So like, I'm right. not, it's not like somebody has gone, Hey, you got to go live with this family that, you know, may not like you. <laughs> and right. You didn't get along with per se. So it's not like, as far as I can tell that like she, this entire time, thought she and your wife had like this amazingly close relationship and bond. It's like, yeah, yeah like I'm pretty sure well, your wife I, told I, her it's yeah. like, I moved across the world to get away from you. Yeah. Yeah. And she, she has. Yeah. And it's, and it, but I, and I think it's kind of like, I, I've joked with Victoria about this a little bit is that like this war is, I, I, I the joke is her mom started the war because she wanted to force her way into our house. <laughs> <laughs> Because it's really she's, like she's the spy master, right? She's, that's what she's doing on her phone. She's like coordinating yeah. the Asimov battalion, yeah, right? <laughs> Be- because the the like this is I, I I I would hazard to guess this is the best thing that has ever happened to her as far as because she's always she always has wanted to come here. She's always wanted to live in Victoria, and Victoria's always said no, mm. and. And Victoria and like, oh, can I come visit? Yes, one week or or two weeks or something like that. That's it. And so like, this has been over a year now. And although I think that I think part of her enjoys like the drama stuff because Victoria is not really very nice to her. <laughs> but uh, but um, so but I think she kind of she's that type of person. I think that they that she cause she stirs stuff up. I think that she does it on purpose to try to try to make things more complicated, but um, the it's, it really is like the timing and everything for this is probably the best thing that could have happened to her in her late sixties, because it's mm-hmm. kind of like, if this goes on for more than a certain amount of time, it's there's really, that's kind of it. We're stuck sort of, and she's probably just going to live with us until she's dead. So yeah, well, I mean, um, the way she's eating butter and oh all gosh, of the yeah. jelly. and like, I've never in my life seen somebody eat like this. It's it's not it's not only the quantities. It's that it's like 
I have never seen somebody eat jelly by the spoonful out of a jar. Like that is bizarre to me. And mm-hmm. I, I, I've, you know, I've always put jelly very th- like a thin layer of jelly on bread with butter or on a peanut butter and jelly sandwich or something like that. Mm-hmm. So like, so that's bizarre. It's just the amount of, but it's, it's, it's a kind of like a, a weird thing. What she does is she gets a spoon. She'll have uh, some cream cheese and um, jelly. She'll take a spoonful of jelly, a spoonful of cream cheese, and then eat that. And then another one. And I mean, she'll go through like a, a third of a jar of jelly in a sitting and like a half a cube of cream cheese. And uh, it's just, it's such a bizarre meal to me. Yeah. But it's, but I, I kind of think it's like, self self-soothing it's because it's it's all of all of the american sweets for my wife and for her are too sweet mm-hmm. uh and so i guess or maybe too sweet is not the right answer but like for like i had barbecue chips the other day that i was like oh these are pretty good barbecue chips and i let victoria have one she's like oh my gosh this is the flavor is way overpowering on this i was like yeah well mm-hmm. but they're barbecue chips but uh so then she had these other barbecue chips that she had bought and that to me tastes like potato chips. And she's like, this is the way the barbecue chips should be. And I was like, it tastes like they they're just salted potato chips. <laughs> <laughs> but so like, there's that kind of aspect too. So I think that's, that's part of it. But then the, well, I think what happened with the butter though, just for the listeners, the, the story with the butter is that I, she came home from, I don't know where she was. Somehow she got a ride somewhere from somebody and came back with a whole bunch of food. And, um, uh, I was working, of course, because I work all the time. And I walked into the kitchen to fill up my uh, my giant tumbler with Crystal Light. And um, she has a plate, like a teacup plate, you know, not not a huge plate, but like one of the small ones you put a teacup on. Yeah. And like s- slices of butter arranged in, like you would like with like a sh- what do you call it, a charcuterie board, the thing yeah, that you have. A, yeah. yeah. So you, like arranged there, and she's eating these like pretty thick slices of butter plain with nothing on, and like with nothing on them. And I, I didn't say anything, I, you know, whatever. And she goes, Jake, Jake, because of course, again, there, there can be no passing without an interaction. And I, and I go, yes, what? And then she proceeds to take all of the butter that she got multiple butters out of the fridge and ask, ask me if there's what's different between them. So I think what happened was this is, and I told Victoria, don't ask her, don't ask her because I don't want to. I don't want to have to deal with this whole thing. But uh, my suspicion is she was at the store. She couldn't read it. She, even though we've shown her how to do the translate on the phone a bajillion times, and it works pretty well, uh, she didn't do that. She ran out of time or something, or panicked, and was just like, "I'm just going to get all the butter." And she she knew enough not to get margarine. Cause she did, she just got a whole bunch of different types of butter, but it was, it was just a very, it was like some of it was salted. Some of it was unsalted. There's some that was organic, some that was not organic. There's like Kerrygold, like all of these different types. And so I think that's what happened that there was just, there was some sort of like, cause she does this, she'll work herself up. And so I think she had like, she's like, Oh, I'm out of time. Um, Let me uh, buy $80 worth of butter. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, oh, exactly. Man. So, like, I, I don't know. I'm not. It, it was, it was a weird thing, but, uh, but she did make me some good dumplings today. So, huh. yeah, that That's was something. that was pretty good. Yeah, she, she makes these. I don't know what you call them, but uh, they keep telling me, and I keep forgetting what it's called. But they're like 
they're sort of like raviolis. They're they're pretty good. Nice. Yeah. So uh, in my world, I uh, I think it's been two and a half plus years now, where the plastic surround on my car seat, like the seat of my driver's seat, cracked in. It looks like this is like a common break on the Fiesta. Mm-hmm. So when it cracked, I put like a towel on my seat, but I did not ever come up with like a mechanism to permanently secure the towel because I was like, I'll wash the towel and, you know, swap it out and do that sort of stuff. So I have lost multiple pairs of pants because the housing is broken further oh, yeah, and yeah. I've just ripped a hole in my pair of pants. So for whatever reason this morning, I woke up and I was like, today's the day. I'm going to go to pick and pull and I'm going to find a Fiesta and I'm going to swap the seat. Okay. So I go on pick and pull's website and they're like, we have a 2012. And I was like, Ooh, I have a 2012 five door or four door, like mine, like sedan. Ooh, I have that one. And it's silver. And I was like, and it's in row 40. Even better. I know where this is. Not where I like, I know where row 40 is in the pick and pull, but like, it's like, I can find this. So I go down to pick and pull and you got to like, you know, you pay two bucks to go and pick and pull and you like sign a waiver. Like basically if you get crushed like an idiot, it's on you. Yeah, yeah. It's like, well, yeah, it makes sense. So I pay my two bucks and I go in, I go to row 40 and this, this vehicle is nowhere to be found. Oh, and it was a 2012, which is my, like, yeah. my, I think I said that, but like, I was like, can't find this anywhere. So I find like a 2014 and it's like, eh. and so like I start looking around and they've got a bunch of different ones. And like, they also have like a bunch of focuses and oh, I have okay. a sneaking suspicion that the focus basically has the same seat. I think like, it does. Ooh. Cause I test drove both when I was getting the Fiesta and yeah. um, other than the ceiling on the focus was much lower than the Fiesta, which was weird. Uh, I believe pretty much everything else inside was the same. Yeah. So, but like my, and like the other problem is my Fiesta is, like no power seats, no like accoutrement with the seat. It's just nothing. So eventually I find like a 2017. And before this, like I had texted my dad and I was like, Hey, do you have a T50 Torx like bit? And he was like, yes, I do. And I was like, okay, cool. Can I come borrow it? He's like, sure. Uh, but we're going to, they're going to like one of their friends in the neighborhoods for Easter lunch or something i don't i don't really know what they were doing because it was like 11 o'clock in the morning and they were like going somewhere like where there was gonna be a lot of people <laughs> i was like okay that makes sense so i get to my parents house and of course my dad leaves out the set and i was like perfect leaves me a, a wrench or a socket and i was like okay even better even though i've got my socket set but i'm like it's one that fits the 50 is nowhere to be seen <laughs> Go. <laughs> so I, I put the 45 on and the 45 works enough. And I was like, okay. Cause I like loosened one of my seat bolts and I was like, okay, this works. I'll do this. So, you know, I'm like, all right, this is cool. So I bomb up to the pick and pull. And like, I, like I said, I go all over the place and I'm like, okay, this one. And like, I climb in one of them and like I pick and pull it's, they've got the cars on hubcaps yeah. Or like, yeah, like tires on like, so the tires are on the ground, like maybe two and like front and back. And then they're also turned 
So like they're on the rounded part too. Right. Like the yeah, cars yeah. are sitting on them. I'm like, I don't understand this configuration at all, but okay. So I get the, I go and, you know, I, I work the seat out and I unplug the connector. Uh, Cause the seat has the, you know, Oh, you're not wearing your seatbelt. Fucking bullshit. Uh, yeah, yeah. Thank, thank you government thing. So, and at pick and pull, they have wheelbarrows you can borrow to carry big parts. Should I get a wheelbarrow? No, <laughs> I just get the, just get the thing. And I had watched a video on somebody replacing or fixing one of the seats one time. And back when this broke and I knew that there was like a metal lip on the front of the seat and I just forgot about it until I cut my hand on it. <laughs> so classic Joseph preparation for anything. I'm yeah. now have injured myself. And, and for those who don't know, my dad and I, yeah. Yeah. if we're doing car repair, one of us is going to end up bleeding, most likely both of us. Now, this cut is just like a it's like a superficial paper cut. It's just a, like it didn't hurt. And like when I wash my hands, it's slightly annoying. So it's like, ha if this is the only damage, I'm golden. So I, I pull the seat out and then like I throw it on basically on the top of my head and kind of on my back. And I, I walk out and and it's like. $44 for a brand new seat or it's not brand new because the, the one I took it yeah. out of is a 2017, but I didn't, you know, me, like I watched a video of a guy taking a seat out. Right. I did no further research to see which seats are interchangeable. I was just like, they've got a 2012. I'll get the 2012. Yeah. yeah it makes sense. Yeah. Like, 2012. Right. Like, so of course I get the seat and I get, to my parents' house and I like had texted my dad as I was leaving. I was like, Hey, are you still at your friend's house? And he's like, yeah, I am. I was like, okay, cool. Cause like my dad and I do this sort of nonsense together all the time where it's just like, one of us is like, I've got a dumb project idea. And it's like, all right, let's do it. So I get the thing there. I quickly take my, the seat out of my car, my seat out. And that's when I noticed the first actual problem. So the wire harness connector under the seat is different. Ah, like the okay. thing that plugs into the car yeah. and the thing that plugs into the seat are different huh. on okay. the two different seats. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> so like I have the new seat, like I'm, so I've got the seat on its back, like my current seat and I'm leaning over it, looking at its connectors and I've got the new seat on its back but with the bottom facing me. Hmm. And what I eventually determine is all of the sub connectors are exactly the same. Yeah. It's only the socket that's different. Uh, so I just swap them out. Yeah. Plug the seat well, in. I wonder. Yeah. I mean, I guess if, I guess if they were all the same, I'm wondering, cause you know, like you couldn't, you probably couldn't take my seat and put it in your car, even though they're the same year, because I, I might actually my, be able to, because mine's got heated seats. Mm -hmm. And so I wonder if there's some sort of additional connection that is in that thing for that. Although the heated I, seats don't work anymore. <laughs> like nothing yeah. in the car works. <laughs> I don't think so, but maybe okay. that, that's possible. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So like I get it all in and I like, and here's the thing is like, I meant to plug the seatbelt into the new seat just to make sure the seatbelt connection was the same. Like you would think they would be, but just in case I should have, I didn't, but I should have. So, of course, I didn't, like I said, and then I get there and everything fits. So 
I like tighten it down just enough to like get in the car and in case the car starts rolling away, be able to like break and all that stuff. I tighten it down just enough and I turn the car on. No seatbelt warning or anything like that when all the doors are closed. I'm like, all right. Okay, so good, yeah. Yeah. I swapped the seat out and I, since I had remembered about the guy telling me or the video about the metal lip, like I, the plastic thing had just come unclipped. So I clipped it back in. So oh, now cool. okay. I am incredibly white trash because I have one colored seat <laughs> and a different colored seat yeah. in the front. Now, so the current plan is, and this is the weird thing is, so like on your Fiesta seats, they're like a more premium seat than mine. Now, okay. the bottom of the my seats, at least on the one that I took out, is like much more robust oh, in okay. presentation than the one I put in. Like it's like Ford figured out how to like reduce the amount of parts. Eh, makes sense. They should. Okay. Um, so the current plan is to next weekend possibly go down and get the driver's seat, the passenger seat, and then swap oh. it as swap it as well. So I'll have the two matching front yeah. seats because. Like with the the Fiesta that I had, it's like the like the sides are like super up, and then like mm-hmm. it's like a low. This one is much more flat all the way across. Oh, so interesting. I was like, okay, yeah. But everything's not a bad like, idea. I, I've actually been yeah. thinking about because uh, like my Fiesta works great. Like it, there's I don't there's no problem with it. I don't really see any reason to get a new car uh, other than I want one, but. Um, the one thing that I do have to complain about, well, there's many things because like the, the, the power windows don't work anymore. I should have gotten the ones like you got, uh, like things like that are kind of annoying. But, um, the one thing that's just uncomfortable about it is I don't know if it's cause I'm too heavy for it or I've just been sitting on it for a long time, but the cushion is just super compressed. So it's basically mm-hmm. you're sitting on a rock. Well, that's, that's how all the fiestas like, so multiple oh, okay. of the ones that I looked at had that compression issue. Mm. So like, and I think it's the way the seat bucketed in okay. the initial production. Cause like this 2017 is like the second to the, I think 2018 is the last year they made them. I think this so. is like uh, yeah. truly like almost flat all the way across. So there's like some contouring. It's, it's not bad. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so like this is one of those things where, you know me, like I don't want to get a job, Yeah, but I don't <laughs> not want to work. Like I, yeah. I don't like, I don't mind working, but nothing excites me like a, like I like project work, but right. like no product, like I was like, I was like looking into Kubernetes and I was like, okay, like I think that's kind of interesting. I was looking into like getting like an Amazon cloud certification. I was yeah. like, okay, that's project-based work. I, I think that's interesting. Like and I don't mind doing customer service, especially like when I know the product or like I, it's like I can be helpful. Like I don't mind that, mm-hmm. but I don't want to do those sort of things. I just kind of want to do whatever. Sure. So like I've been watching people flip cars on YouTube and that's probably why I was like, oh, I'll go replace the yeah. seat. Cause my dad said to me, like when we moved, like he would buy the Fiesta off of me. Now I don't want him to take the Fiesta per se, because I would like him to get a more reliable vehicle. Okay. But the Fiesta had like my Fiesta has not had any of the problems anybody else has had. So if my dad pays yeah. me like a thousand dollars for the Fiesta 
And then I use that to, you know, put down on a new car, like not a new car, a new car to me when I get to Texas. Yeah, new used car, yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's fine. Well, you know what I and want? Then, that's completely it, impractical. Yes, <laughs> exactly. So, but like, you know, I've watched videos of guys flipping cars and I'm like, the it doesn't, like, it doesn't seem, it's not technically difficult. Yeah. To replace, like, fix cars. Like, it can be physically difficult, but generally, like, once you know what needs to be replaced, it's not, it, it's just attacking the problem in a logical way and having the capacity to do so. The, right. What's more difficult about flipping a car to me so far, it seems to be finding a vehicle where the problems are not so difficult that, like, the first time you get it, you're not going, like, Seven months later, I finally took the transmission out of this thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, that sort of thing. Like, so that, like, that's kind of where, like, my head is in, like, all this. I'm like, well, I like doing this, and I think it's fun. So, like, when you were talking about, like, your power windows don't work anymore, it's like, my first thought is, like, did you check the fuses? Mm. And then if you check the fuses, like, the door panel comes off pretty yeah. easily. You can buy a new motor and it's just the motor most likely. So I think it's actually, I think it's the switch there. So I, I could be wrong. Cause I, it's been so long since I've looked or cared to look because mm -hmm. we, I just don't, I don't drive it very often anymore, but um, it's uh, although I've been driving it with Victoria's mom because I'm teaching her to drive. But um, I don't recall if I checked. I kind of think I did check the fuse because actually when I was, when I was, I went through all the fuses when our, when the AC on it went out and it turned out it was just a mm -hmm. fuse on the AC, yeah. uh, which was very, very easy to do. And I've gotten very good at um, this transmission error that apparently mm -hmm. is extremely common with, with Fiesta's that they'll charge you an arm and a leg to fix at the shop, but I can now fix it off on my laptop. And mm -hmm. uh, I'm pretty good with that. And so I've had to fix that a couple of times. So I've actually kind of been in thinking to myself, kind of going like if I could find a newer Fiesta that's in better condition that just has that transmission error and they would <laughs> let me just hook, then they would just let me hook it up to my laptop real quick. So I could check and go, okay, yeah, this is the problem. And then I could get it for cheap and then just fix it. Mm -hmm. uh, like that's, that's something that I would consider, but also, I, I I've got no time for <laughs> any of this sort of stuff. I'm 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 up to my eyeballs and tasks to do at both jobs, and yeah, you know, this I, I'm, is, I'm this still I'm still trying to kind of like adjust my, um, like I don't I, I like I feel like I've got enough time, and I don't feel like I'm like overwhelmed or anything like that. But it's mm -hmm. sort of like it. I'm still trying to kind of like juggle. Like I need some spare time to do certain other things. I can't I can't just wake up in the morning, sit at the computer at seven 30 until seven o'clock at night and then go to bed again. So, yeah, I mean, like that's, it. that's kind of like what I was, you know, my original apprehension yeah. on this plan wasn't that I thought you couldn't do it. It was just the, what that would do to you overall, you know, like yeah. that's, that was kind of what I was thinking now. Well, and, th and that's definitely kind of the one, the one thing that, it's very much like when I first started working from home because when I first started working from home, it was, it was really difficult for me to stop because it was always there kind of. Mm -hmm. Whereas when I worked at the office, it was like, when you leave the office, it's, it's done. 
I don't need to do it anymore. But, uh, and this, and this has been for this first month, it's been kind of the same, sort of the same thing where it's sort of like, I, I have a certain amount of time that I set aside for my main job. And then I have a certain amount of time for the second job and not extending either one of those has been a little bit of a challenge just because you, I get on a roll on something and I don't want to stop, but then it's like, no, I've got to go work out. I've got to go clean the pool, walk the dogs, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, so just to, you know, be that guy, like the switch is like 30 is like 40 bucks on eBay. Oh yeah. Now it's, you know, a used one, but like, that's, that's one of those things. It's like, you know, You'll yeah. just, you'll wake up one day and I'll just be out there like fixing yeah. parts. <laughs> I, my, I, I think that it, it, the reason I think it's a switch is because I can, from the driver's side, I can still roll up and down the driver's side window. It's, mm -hmm. and then, and then if I go to the, I think the back doesn't have the switches. I, I can't recall, but I, I'm pretty I, sure. I go to the, no, I think it has a singular switch. Oh, that might be, that might be it. I know that one of, one of the other doors, if you, if you do it on that door, it will work, but it won't work from the driver's side. So, so I can open yeah, two windows, but you have to do it on the window itself rather than from the master controller. Oh so, yeah. But yeah, it's like one of those, one of those things, you know? So now, yeah. now I mean, my, uh, my mother-in-law is conspiring with my mother. Uh, <laughs> conspiring well she because apparently victoria won't give my mother-in-law a straight answer on what i want for my birthday which is i don't really want anything for my birthday and the um, standard man answer don't give me shit i got yeah, my own yeah, things. Like it. well what do you want to eat i said caesar salad because i like caesar salad and so but that's not enough apparently and so she messaged my mom and said what does jacob want to eat for his birthday and I was like, and, and my mom was like, be graceful. Don't, <laughs> don't, don't make this harder than it has to be. And I said, well, what I really want is red chicken or tacos. I love you the way that my mom makes them. And, uh, <laughs> and she said, well, she, she, she said, I mean, I can give her the recipes. And I said, yeah, I, I don't want her to make the food that you make. I want you to make the food that you make. But, uh, but I said, I said, well, you know what she could do that I like, and that would probably be a good thing that would last a long time would be a ham. And then I could eat ham for the next week or so. Cause I like ham. So, yeah. And I, and, and I kind of was thinking about it earlier today cause it's Easter. And I was like, uh, I miss a ham on Easter. <laughs> who, guess who had ham on Easter? Uh, did you? Yep. So, uh, right like, yeah, my, so the, the other day, like my wife went like, <clears throat> let's see, uh, what were we eating before? All right. So like, basically my wife was like, I really want like pork schnitzel. And I was like, with mushroom gravy. I was like, that sounds pretty good. We should go to the beer garden just as a joke. Yeah. And so my wife was like, oh, maybe. And like, we were kicking it around and trying to figure out what to do. So, um, so since my daughter is on spring break starting on friday through the end of next week my wife has taken that time off so um my wife made um our traditional we do like fish on saturdays just to get seafood into our diet not like yeah, a, yeah. from any other perspective so she did like a uh, cod and clam chowder 
which was really good. So she did that on Friday, we ate that on Saturday, and then she got a ham because she was like, I wanted, she was like, I wanted ham. So we ended up having ham and it was on sale. So, you know, it's Easter. So, but that was where, of course, my response was like, what is it about? And I said Christians, but I was just kind of being like, swarm, you know, swarmy, like just kind of being shitty um, about like rubbing it in Jewish people's faces, <laughs> eating ham. Yeah. Like, I, I think we, on I a think major we, religious yeah. holiday. But I was I just like, we, I don't understand this. I think we've made that joke too, because you know my grandfather was Jewish, and actually, I think it might have been his joke. Some sort of he goes, he goes, you know, I eat ham on Easter, right? <laughs> like that kind of thing. And I don't remember what the joke exactly was, but uh, yeah, I, I've always thought that was kind of interesting. That like, although, so we always did. We always did ham on Easter and mm-hmm. a lot of times on Christmas. Um, yeah, like Christmas ham is a big thing too. Yeah. And I don't really understand that either, but. Yeah, I don't, I'm not sure. I, I, I but we never, I, I know a lot of people do like goose and things like that on, or well, they used to do goose and that sort of thing on Christmas or like duck or something. Um, uh, I love duck, but after our duck experience the last time, I probably will not <laughs> be eating duck anymore. Uh, and it was, and it was really our fault because we just wouldn't stop eating the duck and we were both full and then got sick. So, um, <laughs> and, but it was good. <laughs> I did a good job on the duck. So, but we did, we actually, you and I did uh, a pretty good ham when one of the times we did like, I don't think it was friends. Maybe it was Friendsgiving, and we just decided to do a ham instead of a turkey for some reason. Something um, like that. I don't remember yeah. what the circumstances was. Were, yeah, that was pretty good. That yeah. was pretty good ham. I think it had like pineapples and cherries on it. That's definitely something my wife would have done. That's what oh, she did yeah, today. Okay. <laughs> oh, that, that might. Have, then maybe she was there too because I don't remember why we did it, but I I remember. Yeah, we got a ham and ha- and everybody came over. And is that uh, the habanero like, ham too? Pretty sure that was <laughs> everything. Everything I think is habanero with uh, when when it was at my old house. Although I I barely ever eat peppers anymore because Victoria doesn't like anything spicy. So yeah, um, but yeah, no. it was a uh, um, well. Anyways, Victoria uh, will be will be lucky when the few times she'll not dis like. I know your wife is not like being rude when she wouldn't eat the food that we would make, but we always make like heavy style food. So, but like, well, that's, since yeah, Lillian it, doesn't like spicy stuff. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, no been, it's been difficult to, for me to kind of like finally figure out what heavy means because mm-hmm. like, sh- like she won't like roast beef is not heavy to her, but to me, that's like, a, that's kind of a heavy food, but I, I don't know. I, like I think what she means is like things that are, uh, have a lot of oil or something on them or um, maybe like exceptionally not spiced, but like the over seasoning, maybe like that, American that food might be. Does. And that's very, and that's very American. We put a lot of seasoning on stuff. So yeah, um, cause it's good. Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, exactly. I made, I made taco meat this week and, and Ooh, she ate yeah. a little bit of it and she was just like, why did you put so much stuff on this? And I was like, I followed the recipe and it to me tastes fine. So, <laughs> have you been to Mexican restaurants? This is how yeah, their food yeah. tastes. <laughs> but I, we went to my favorite Mexican restaurant last week or the week before, and mm-hmm. um, called it's called Papaya. Uh, it's my favorite because we've only been to like four in this area because Victoria doesn't really like Mexican food. 
but it's a it's it, they've got this thing called the XL Wet Burrito, which is this like gigantic burrito with like three sauces on it. It's really good. Yeah, you sent me but, a picture of that monster burrito. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's super good. And, but uh, she got like the sampler plate or something, and because she's just not crazy about Mexican food, but we had eaten sushi so many times, and I was just like, I just want not sushi for once, and uh, I want Mexican or Italian. And she said, Okay, well let's do Mexican. But uh, I think she was her plan was just she was going to get the tongue tacos that they had there, which are really good. I don't know why she didn't order those, but uh, but anyways, um, after we left, she was like, "Next time, you just come by yourself." <laughs> I was like, "I was like, all right, well, I guess she'll." She's she's like, hey, "It's fine if you want to go out. If you want to go out to dinner by yourself, then go out to dinner by yourself, and I'll just go to sushi." Uh, and I was like, well, I like to go out with you. I just don't want to eat sushi every single time. Yeah. Like that, that's one of those things that's like, I get it, but I also don't yeah. get it. Cause it, it's, <laughs> right. to me, it's just one of those. It's like, like my wife, is, like my wife's move is always not move, but like, she's always like thinks Asiatic food. So yeah. it's like, pho or sushi, but then I'm like, what about Indian? And she's like, pho or sushi. <laughs> and I'm like, what about Korean? Pho or sushi. Like, yeah. There's a pretty good Indian it, place here by our house too, That, but Victoria doesn't like Indian food either. So Yeah. Well, I mean, it's heavily seasoned food and then sushi yeah. is like the meat itself. So, I mean, yeah. maybe that makes sense. So, uh, uh, let me do a, since let we're me do a, a wine review. and liberty show, yeah. do you have a wine? <laughs> I do. So, speaking of my wife with expensive taste, uh, we were at, so there's this very expensive grocery store here called Central Market. Um, we go there very occasionally just because it's, it's super expensive. It's like Whole Foods on crack. Uh, and, but they've got a really nice wine section. They, they've got all, they, it's actually a really cool store. They've got all sorts of really great produce and um, their deli is really good. And it's just a really good store, but it's, you can't get out of there without spending like 200 bucks. But while we were there, Victoria wanted to get, I don't know why she wanted to get a fancy wine, but she wanted to get a fancy wine for some reason. I don't recall why. And so she chose Figlia from Walla Walla. It's a red blend. Uh, it was $75. It was how much? 75 Jeez. Yeah. Yes, I don't. I'm not sure why she wanted. I can't remember why she she wanted to get something fancy, but uh, she chose it fancy as based on the price. And it was actually, I thought it was quite good. She was upset about it though because if you're not a wine drinker, what flavor should this wine be? Red. <laughs> no, no, it should be fig because there's figs on the label. <laughs> So she had like, she drank like one, she drank a little bit of it and was like, this doesn't taste like figs at all. And I'm like, why, why would you expect it to taste like figs? And she's like, it's called Figlia and it has figs on the label. I mean, I like, the fact I've, I've kind of <laughs> mentally missed that it's called Figula, Figula, like, yeah, but maybe that's like Caligula. So grapes have like crazy. Well, acor- according to them, it means daughter in, uh, in Italian. And it's, and then what made sense to me that it was called Figlia was that it was Figgins 
winery in Walla Walla, mm-hmm. and is Figgins being the last name, and that their daughter made this wine. They're the family's wow. daughter. So yeah, yeah. Uh, after I read it, I was like, okay, that's pretty good. Now, I couldn't find exactly what the varietals they were using in this. Um, I'm pretty sure that it is like uh, um, the uh, the uh, Bordeaux grapes, so like uh, mm-hmm. Petit Verdot, Merlot. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure it was heavy on the P- Petit Verdot. At least that's just my – that's what my flavor thing, but I'm pretty sure it had cab in it. Um, mm-hmm. I thought it was very good actually, but she had one glass of it and was like, I don't like this. You can have the rest of it. Um, and so I was like, all right, a $75 bottle of wine for me. That, <laughs> But, but uh, yeah, but I, th- I thought it was very good. It, it's uh, It's pretty high in the alcohol. I think it was – I think it was uh it should say it on here if i recall it was uh 15 so that's pretty strong pretty yeah pretty strong um uh, but makes sense from walla 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 is very hot uh and um but i liked it i thought it was well balanced very very well done and um i recommend it if anybody ever wants to buy a 70 dollar bottle of wine uh i've also had this week, or, or actually uh, last week, this week I'm 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 really cutting back on my drinking because um, of the jobs, and because I don't, you know, if I wake up and also like last weekend I drank way way too much and then got angry into an angry argument with Victoria's mom about <laughs> Russian propaganda because she can't leave, like because it, it's you know that that meme where it's like Hitler rolling down a hill on like a, sl- a sleigh or rolling down a rainbow on a sleigh. And it mm-hmm. says everything, everything I don't like is Hitler. Yeah. And, but they have the same one, but it's Putin. Everything I don't mm-hmm. like is Putin. And that's, that's her mom. So like anytime anything comes up, regardless of how much of the history she knows, it's always basically the CNN talking points. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I shouldn't have interga- engaged with her at all. Uh, but cause I had had way too much to drink already and it was super late at night and she was still in the other room. And then she, and then when I came through, she started talking to me about this anyways. And then I got to do a shouting match with her a little bit, and, <laughs> but she didn't know what I was saying. And, and like, and I was frustrated. She's like, and every, anytime I would say anything, she'd be like, that's Russian. And I'm like, Oh my God, like I, I I'm going to throw you into the pool or something. Cause, uh, like this is. I should have just disengaged and gone to bed. But yeah. anyways, long story short, I also had that night I had had a wine and then a bunch of beer. And uh, I it was a, a Tempranillo from um, uh, Rioja, but it was from a, a different portion of Rioja that I don't think that we had – or no, I'm sorry. It wasn't a Tempranillo. It was a, um, uh, a Grenache from – from Rioja. So it was, it was a little bit different and it was also from a part of Rioja that I wasn't familiar with. Cause you know, you have the, there's Rioja Alta and Rioja, the other one. And then there's this mm-hmm. other part of it somewhere else. And it's, yeah. it was from that other part. It was, it was, it was pretty good, but it was only 10 bucks. And, uh, I was actually, I was very pleasantly surprised for a $10 Granacha that I thought was decent. Yeah. Um, I'll have to, I'll have to look up what it was called. I can't remember, but yeah. uh, no, I, I remember uh, when quick, I was drinking but- it, I was like, yeah, I like this. With the figula, fig, figula, yeah. What was the uh, year? Twenty nineteen. Twenty nineteen. All right. So the twenty twenty is sixty forty Merlot Petit Verdot. 
Okay. And something like that for the 2018. So Okay. That then that would be my guess. That's probably what it is for this one as well. That it was good. I, I liked it. Yeah. Um you know, one thing that's cool about Central Market, you'll you'll see this when you move out here because we'll probably go at least once just because it's it's kind of an interesting place to go to. But um they've got a really great Texas wine section. So oh. a lot of Texas wines that are hard harder to get up here. You don't get them at Total Wine or anywhere like that. They had um so there's this really, really good Texas wine called uh, Sketch that I really liked that was a uh, a, cla- a collaboration between a couple of wineries down in um, Hill Country. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they made a couple of different ones, but the, the one that I'm talking about, it was a, a red blend. Super, super good. And they actually had it at, uh, they had a couple of bottles at there. And from the year that I, but I didn't want to pay the money for it, but it was expensive, <laughs> but uh, I was not in, I was not in the market for a really expensive wine like Victoria was. <laughs> so. <laughs> gotcha. So anything, anything you've been sipping on this week that is worth noting? So this, so um, <clears throat> I've got a story to tell, to tell about getting my shit together. So, um, you know, like I basically like when faced with like things that I should do, I come up with weird, stupid projects like replacing the front seat of my car. So a while ago I had applied to, um, beta test this like productivity note, second brain program called Tana. So over January I got the invited and so I've been doing that. Um, and I got like, I just kind of fell out of trying to play with it and learn what I was supposed to be learning. Cause like every time I tried to watch like something, I guess I was either drunk or something like that. And I just didn't understand what the video was trying to impute to me or why they thought the information, it was kind of like, you know, like when you're, you're like, as an example, it's like, let's just pretend you like knew enough about C C plus plus to say I'm familiar with it. And then somebody who's got a master's in C++ starts talking to you about C++ and like how to like document your code to make other C++ people get it, but they keep using like terms where you're like, you didn't define this. So that's kind of like all the videos I watched for this. I was just like, I don't know what the hell this person's talking about. So I stopped kind of using it. And then like, they sent me an email, like, look, if you're not going to use it, like, that's fine. Just let us know. And we'll, you know, use the resources to somebody else. And I was like, fuck that. I waited all this time. And then I waited five days from there and started using it. Well, what's cool about Tana is you can create what's called like a super tag. And so when you put a super tag, it then makes it like a node reference point for search and all that stuff. But with a uh, tag, you can also make sub tags that go with it. So that way when the tag, so like, you have a tag, like a super tag, like a main tag. So in this case, wine, I then have sub tags that are brand, country, region, varietal, ABA, year, price, color, taste, flavor, and a link. So I built like this little chart. So that way, if I ever want to go like search Grenache, I can see that it's related to wine and like all of the other stuff. So like, so I, speaking of your Spanish Grenache, also had a Grenache. Oh, um, nice. So 
my daughter and I had gotten a total wine and I was like, all right, I've created this thing to track all this stuff. Let me go get a, an actual wine and use the chart and all that stuff. And then I'll have something for us to basically for last week. I was like, I'm going to be prepared. I won't have beer. I'll have done a wine. I'm responsible human. <laughs> and I also have been trying to cut back on my drinking and, and the stuff like that. And that's one of the problems with like a bottle of wine is it's, I really want to, I guess kind of, I feel like I want to get half bottles of wine now. Cause like, I yeah. just don't want to have that much wine around. Cause like I'll end up drinking too much and then not feeling great the next day or sleeping, not great or also getting high. And then it's like, yeah. now I'm just like, just, you know, it's like, you feel like you go through the ringer and you're like, why did I do this? Like, this wasn't a good, I, I knew this was a bad idea. Yeah. So, but at the time, <laughs> exactly. So like I, I got my daughter to go down there with me. So, um, we were looking around and the problem with like the Norfolk total wine is it used to kind of have, or, and I'm sure it has it somewhere and I just can't find it, but like, uh, other regions, other, like the, the big one out at like, uh, like Lanstown, not Lanstown, but Laskin road has like, or had like other places wine. So like wine from Tunisia or whatever, like I can't find that there. So like I was just bumming around the Spanish section. So I saw a Grenache and I was like, all right, I'll get a Grenache. So this is Intrusos, um, Grenache from Spain. It's a 2021. So it's a young and, it, you know, specifically was saying, Hey, it's a young wine, which was fine with me. Uh, it's 1399. Now this is from Catalud. So like, C-A-L-T or C-A-L-A-T-A-Y-U-D. Um, and so like the, and you know, Spanish wines, like at least when they're like listed in English, like they're always, it's like, inter, like intrusos, Catalun, Grenache. <laughs> I was yeah. just like, it's too much, too, like give it a name and that, but whatever. So uh, the color, it was like a really nice garnet. But it was also like opaque enough that you could still see through it most of the time. Um, okay. For me, like I couldn't get my wife to really get me like when when I was drinking it, she kind of had like a stuffy nose, so she couldn't really smell it. Um, so for me, red wine on the nose with red fruits more toward the stone fruit smells. So kind of like not cherry cherry, but kind of like a cherry like peach, like not peach, but like you know, it's definitely like felt like a more stone fruit kind of smell, but like red, like fruit. Um, and then so plum or raspberry was the flavor. Like it is one of those ones where for $13.99, great bottle or 14 bucks, great bottle of wine, definitely worth getting. And the artwork was kind of cool. Um, so let me see if I can bring up the artwork again real quick. I should like, you can put pictures and stuff in this. So like, um, okay. now I don't know if you would like the artwork per, as much. Um, so I'll send you the link in, in a second, but that's kind of what's nice about like having done this in the little, um, thing that I was talking about is I can, uh, have the links and all that stuff. So it's just like right there. I, I sent it in the, the, oh, okay. And yeah, I see. yeah. So okay. it's Pretty cool. like Pleasant a looking label. Yeah. So it's black with gold highlights and it's kind of like geometric pattern, but yeah. not fully like, and it's got like a bottom chevron, but like the top, like you could kind of see it looks almost like a, like a, 
like something like the Lord of the Rings, kind of like an elf crown and then like a yellow upper bar chin. It was just a nice looking bottle of wine. That's kind of what caught my eye to it. And at least the Norfolk total wine, like they don't have like very many extremely expensive Spanish wines in the Spanish area. Um, um, so, but you know, it was one of those things I was like, oh, this looks pretty nice. Like I'm going to get it. And they, it was definitely like, oh, it's only 13 bucks. I'm for, <laughs> I'm getting this. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Well, that's good. I, I, w- I would try that. I think it looks pretty nice. And I, I've actually been into Grenache a lot lately. Uh, I don't know why. I, th- I think there was a sale or something, and I got a couple of them, and Victoria liked one or two of the ones I got. So I was like, oh, we're going to try these now. And so far, <laughs> so far, nothing. But she hasn't liked yeah. any of the ones, other ones I got. But <laughs> Well, like the thing I like about Grenache a lot is like – temper like Grenache feels like one of those ones where it's still waiting to be fully flushed out so like Tempranillo like you and I like have a lot of Tempranillo experience and yeah a lot more of the flushed out and stuff but like I don't think many like Spain is like one of the few and like maybe the some of the South American countries and you know people do it in the U.S. too but like it's not like France just makes like pure Grenache wines and Italy doesn't do it at all. Like it's the like Spain, Portugal might, and then Chile. It's like, oh, okay, yeah. these are pure Grenache and the U S does it. Cause people in the U S yeah. do that sort of thing. But generally it, and so it's, I don't think it's super well defined and characteristically palated. It's like, it's that blending wine. So it's like, you're getting this from the Grenache. Whereas yeah. to me, Grenache, like Tempranillo, it seems to be like bread for, at times being more aggressive whereas Grenache is kind of like it could be really aggressive it might not be so I think it yeah. like takes on more of the terroir of the area and the winemaker's skill kind of with it but it's also not one of those wines where you're like this is inaccessible in a glass <laughs> and you're like right, yeah it's like no this tastes like good red wine and it's fun and it's just yeah, different spicy that, yeah it's yeah like, you know yeah yeah and this one yeah yeah this one had like not bad acidity but not heavy monstrous acidity to me uh so that's what's nice is you know you can give somebody a glass of it and it's like if they didn't like red wine they probably wouldn't care for it but it's also for people who drink a lot of red wine but drink more like you know cab sauv and and like the bordeaux blends and stuff like that they're it's different enough that they should be surprised by it and and enjoy it so okay well that sounds pretty good well i think that's a good place to wrap but let's uh let's do some quick childerberg plugs yes because uh, i'm actually going to try to put this episode out <laughs> for once uh so yeah. uh childerberg we still have some spots available uh, they are filling up i've I sold quite a few of them today which uh was nice um nice confirmed nice. that uh robbie the fire is going to do another comedy set with us uh fantastic uh, nikki p and mr sue are going to both play music mm-hmm. and um you heard it here first owen glass will be there again this year Sweet. so um i think we're going to try to do this the the show like reversed this year so we're going to do the comedy first and the music after because i think that people will be more sober for the comedy which will make it more enjoyable and you can always Maybe. enjoy music when you're drunk but we'll see we'll see what how that goes i just i I want to try it out and see. Yeah. Um, and um, 
I think we're gonna have a, we're gonna have one or two more comedians probably, and uh, it's gonna be a good year. I think I think that we probably won't have the maximum number of people that we're allowed to have, uh, just because I know I've gotten a lot of messages from people who come in the past and were just saying uh, this is a hard year for me, and um, you know, job wise and money wise, and it is for a lot of people because the whole inflation thing and everything. But if you are interested in coming, uh, go to chillerberg.com. Uh, it's a, it, I've already got, I think, I think I've got about 85 people total si- signed up already. And I didn't count today's people. So that we might be close to a hundred by now. Um, so it's, it'll be a, a decent amount of people and it'll be fun. And it's always a good time. I, I always, I always really like, it. and we're at a different location this year. So, um, I think it's, it's called the Rebecca Creek campground and it's a mm-hmm. little bit further South than where we were last year, but it's still on, on the lake. And, um, well, it's it's in between two large creeks that then feed into the lake, uh, so it's gonna be it's gonna be a good time. And actually, Victoria and I are going down to Fredericksburg next weekend for my birthday, so Perfect. we're gonna stop we're gonna stop by there and uh, just I'll see it in person. I'll get some pictures and maybe I'll put that in a newsletter. Yeah. Perfect. So plenty of plenty of swimming activity, plenty of still hiking and all that fun stuff. Yep. Um, there's all sorts of other options for besides just straight ground camping that don't come with your Childerberg ticket, but like yeah. you can get um there right if I remember correctly. I don't know well, if they sold out. They may have. I believe they're um, all sold out of the uh, there were glamping tents mm-hmm. um that were available. But there are it, it's a pretty popular touristy area or like a vacation area. So there's a ton of Airbnbs if you'd prefer to stay in an Airbnb. If you're just going to be there during the day, it doesn't cost you anything. The the the, the Childerberg fee is for me paying the campground. So yeah. Um, but also donations are always appreciated and anything above uh, our Cost expenses goes, to, yeah, goes free. free Ross. Ross. So yeah. exactly. All right. All so right, well, that's, that's it, I guess. Unless, yeah, uh, you have some, else? I was going to say barring some other, some bizarre shenanigans, I will be there as usual. And then the year after that, I will live in Texas. Yeah. Uh, so It'll be just a drive down as opposed to a flight and a drive. So that'll be cool. And my daughter and wife can come if they wish. Um, yep. And yeah, have lots of fun. And you'll probably, we'll go down at some point, all, all of us, and go down to Fredericksburg because it's, uh, I like it down there. It's it's a nice, yeah. nice uh, little vacation area that would like a ton of wineries, a ton of breweries, and uh, just a pretty area. It's hill, hill country. So it's, it's, it's nice to get somewhere where it's not as flat as here. Yeah, and not, and uh, worst comes worst, you can always go over to Marble's Fo- Marble Falls because that place that's true. is yeah. Yeah, that's cool right. as hell. So, it is a cool place. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. All right, man. Everybody, uh, stay free as stay. F- we yep, are. Stay free. Jacob is want to say. <laughs> <laughs>